We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. We have a monster show here on MHI. It's a Wednesday night here in Broncos country, and the Denver Broncos are trending, Tom. It's a historic day in franchise history as the ride might officially be over for Russell Wilson. Before we get into that, what's up, everybody? He is Thomas Hall. I am Luke Patterson. Scott Kennedy with us on the ones and twos. It's MHI on your Wednesday night. Tom, I don't know about you, but I found myself glued to the cell phone, glued to the laptop, to social media, to everything that's going on with the benching of Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah well i actually uh i was i was pretty much off of social media for a while i after the patriots game i was i was like i'm done with vance joseph i'm done with russell wilson i'm done with sean payton and frankly i'm done with this team man i i've invested 40 years of my life in this team and after the patriots game i was like you know what it's like one of those bad uh you know those bad things that happen when people are old and they've been married for a long time they're like you know what it was great while it happened, but it's time to stop investing so much time in it. So that's where I was mm. at. I was just like not even engaging in anything on social media. And then, of course, this happens. I was like, well, I guess I should maybe engage a little bit. So that's, that's yeah, where that's Kath. That's where Kathy's at. She's like, hey, guys, what happened? Nothing's going on today, right? <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours, by the way. Uh, yeah. In case you've lived under a, a rock for just a few hours or I don't know if you went to a long movie, a dinner, you went skiing, hunting, what have you. The Broncos have officially. What I want to say buried. They buried Russell Wilson on the depth chart. He's going to be the backup quarterback this week against the Chargers, the backup quarterback, presumably against the Raiders. And then right before we go on this show, there are reports being leaked that Russell Wilson expects to be released before the March deadline in which this team would owe approximately 36 million onto the 2025 contract. Tom, Russell Wilson, he gets benched. Did he deserve it? Sean Payton immediately comes out, gets to his sources today, says, I'm thinking about doing this. 15 minutes later, he does it. Russell Wilson, backup quarterback, Jared Stidham getting the start. What do you make of this whole thing? Did Russ deserve it? 
Well, he hasn't been playing that great for sure. I don't think the the marriage between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson really was great. I think a lot. I think a lot has to do with both of them. Um, moving on from him when you're kind of still maybe in the playoff race was weird. I mean, if you're going to do it, why did you wait until now when you know when you had a chance to go to the playoffs? I, I don't know. Stidham to me isn't the answer. Moving on from Russell Wilson to Stidham. Yeah, he might win a game and he might look good for a game, but I've seen him. You've seen him. We saw him at camp. He's terrible. Uh, so this <laughs> moving on from him to go to Stidham is is not about uh, winning. It's about not having a huge financial burden down the road. Which you know, it's a business. You got to make that business decision. So that's where well, that's where the Broncos are at. Well, what's funny about it is Coach Sean Payton was asked about it today, and he said, "Well, we're just looking for a spark." And Sean Payton today, obviously confident, a little un, uh, a little nervous, I would say, a little unsure of himself. You could tell that when he gets up there that he doesn't necessarily want to meet these questions. But Sean Payton today, when asked about benching quarterback at Russell Wilson. Do you know we made a change at quarterback? Um, and I understand all the speculation and everything that surrounds a move like that. Um and I can tell you, look, we're, we're desperately trying to win. And um, sure, in our, in our game today, there are economics and all those other things. But the number one push behind this, and, and it's a decision I'm making, is to you know, get a spark offensively. But this is about now. And this is about trying to get our eighth win, and uh, we'll go from there. So you know. It's about winning now, Tom, for Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Now, I believe, Coach, he wants to get a win. You want to finish the last game at home with a dub. The Broncos are 4-4 four and four right now at home, folks. They have not played very well in Denver. It is critical that the Broncos win at home. They need to start this moving forward now. Why? It's not going to matter. They're not going to the playoffs. I know, I know, 5% chance. But you have to carry something through to next year. You need to figure out if you actually have a nucleus on this football team right now. So do I believe that Sean Payton wants to play Jarrett Stidham just to stick it to the Chargers? No. Do I believe him when he says, I need to win, we need to win, my job's at stake? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, if, if it's all about winning, Right. If it's about winning, why didn't they make a waiver claim on one of the two defensive tackles that were made available when they knew their run defenses porous as uh, a sieve? Right. Like, I mean, if this is all about winning, uh, there should have been some other moves made in there. I think Sean Payne's just saying what he's saying just to uh, kind of push off all of the uh, uh, the real reasons for doing this. This is an economic financial decision for the business. It has nothing to do with winning. He may, it maybe he will like hope that Stidham can come in and make something happen and, and get a win in there. But the reality is what Sean Pate was saying and what's actually happened or happening right now are two separate things. And well, you're, you're exactly right. It's not about winning because Russell Wilson hasn't won with the Denver Broncos. He's 11 and 19 in two seasons, two different coaches, 
So there hasn't been a lot of winning that we agree on. Michael Rinkio, we also agree that Michael is one of our biggest friends and supporters of the show. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and yours, Mike. Good evening, Thomas and Luke on the Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos. And Michael is riding with these Broncos till the bitter end, as is our friend Casey Nickel. Casey, it just hit me up over on X right before we went on the show. Thank you for joining MHI, and we really appreciate your support, Casey. It's time to move on. Russell couldn't use the middle of the field. He ran into sacks, couldn't climb the pocket, never threw to Judy, and fumbled too much. He also missed, missed wide-open touchdown passes and also held on to the ball. Casey signing, sounding off on Russell Wilson, rather. And, Tom, I agree with a lot of that. I mean, the excessive holding on to the ball, the constant need to want to get out, climbing the pockets, just something that has not been natural for Russell Wilson ever since college. I think at a certain point, his height does come into play a little bit, not being able to see in that pocket, not being able to see wide receivers as Casey is, is headlining here in his Super Chat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot. of. He's had these same problems his whole career, though. Like, it wasn't when they traded for Russell Wilson, all of a sudden he just now has all these problems. He's had them his entire career. He fumbled. He had a hard time seeing the middle of the field, right? I mean, they were there. Uh, the thing about it is, now, from, from my perspective, is you bench Russ. You're going you're gonna to get rid of him. You're going to move on. What is Sean Payton's grand plan? Frankly, he doesn't have one because he didn't have one when he was in New Orleans. When at the end of Drew Brees' career, his plan was to load up on free agents, crush the salary cap, and then jump ship when uh, that didn't work, when they were saddled with a huge salary cap burden. I don't trust Sean Payton has this grand plan. I think he just benched Russ, financial decision, going to go stid him this year, and then and then what? They're going to – then what's going to well, happen should he have a grand plan, Tom? Because yes. the last week, the really, coach, really though, listen, no, plan. no, 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 no. Because last week, this team was a playoff team, right? This team was okay. Win out. They're going to go to the playoffs. That was the plan. Sean Payton now needs to figure out a new plan and a losing quarterback that constantly coughs up the football that has no idea the stage or the moment. I mean, that's just the biggest catalyst for it for it for me. So I agree with you. I don't think Sean Payton has a plan right now, but should he? I mean, this was he was thinking about riding into the playoffs with Russell Wilson, five game winning streak and all that. The Broncos were one in three in their last four games. And Russell Wilson is a major reason because of that. Do you really think Sean Payton was trying to get into the playoffs, though? I mean, to my earlier point, they yes. had a chance to fix run defense. And they didn't even try. They didn't even take a waiver claim on two defensive tackles who were made available, who were cheap. They weren't huge, a huge amount of money to sign. He could have went after him, but they didn't. So he also could have traded Jerry Judy getting to the playoffs. He also could have traded Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. And he did. could have done a lot and of, things. I think, I think right. But we all praised him, right? I'm saying we, I wasn't happy about it. I was the only one in this whole damn city that was upset <laughs> that they hung on to some of the players that they should have moved on from Jerry Judy being one of them. I think Sean Payton against his better nature. I think he's went out of his way to accommodate Russell Wilson. That being said, Sean Payton has had some bonehead moments this year. Tom, you are absolutely right. Not challenging some of these plays in Detroit, taking out your frustrations on Russ. Some of these things you're absolutely right. Sean Payton needs to get it together and he needs to look in the mirror. I do think he took some accountability. I think he was very complimentary of Russ 
It's always easy to compliment a guy when you're benching him, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's sure. just it's it's one of these crazy crazy things that we are getting into. That craziness. Russell Wilson being benched by the Denver Broncos. He's expecting to be cut in March. What are those ramifications going to look like? We will get into that and more. But before we do, let's get into snarky user. $5 super. The meeting was on October 31st, the trade deadline. My guess is the unnamed party was another NFL team. If so, they were looking to trade Russ. That's what we're doing right now, Snarky, right? We're all trying to figure out these reports. There are reports out there, Tom, that the Broncos asked Russell Wilson to waive, to adjust, to somehow get out ahead of that injury clause in his current contract. Russ didn't want to do it. Who could blame him? So now we're starting to find out some of the facts, some of the reports, speculate as best we can. Yeah, thanks, Snarky, for that comment. Yeah, you, you, we don't, we'll never probably really know. There'll be a lot of rumors and this and that, but right. obviously they weren't happy with this contract. That seals the fate for George Payton, number one. He's probably Bingo. not going to be back. So th this is the thing. Mm. This is what I'm, you know, when I, when I started off saying I'm just done with the team, you know, after 40 years, it it's, it looks to me like the, the next three to four you're years, hurt. it's going to be more of the same. That's what it looks you're like. You're hurt. Me. You're yeah. hurt. You're I'm disappointed. Not, They've hurt you. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not like bitter about, oh, I got to sit for another three or four years of losing. It's just, it's time, you know, it's like, okay, it's just time. I, I, I just have <laughs> had enough. Right. You know? I've been through it's miserable Super Bowls. I've been through some poor seasons, but you know, it's it's one of those things. And I just don't the problem is I don't see a plan. There is no plan because if I look at Sean Payton's track record, he has not done anything to develop a quarterback. He got Drew Brees. Now, maybe a, another Drew Brees will fall into his lap somehow. I don't know. But from my perspective, Sean Payton has no plan and he doesn't develop quarterbacks not as a head coach, even as a quarterback coach, you go look at back the young quarterback. I, I, he's had, he has not done anything with them. I'll say That's this. Thing. He's what is, he's gotten thing? unpaid. He's gotten unpaid. When you look at Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, say what you want about let's all of them. You, well, let's they look at Jameis Winston paid. and Teddy Bridgewater. Jameis Winston got worse in every metric, except for basically interceptions. He was throwing, He's throwing at least 60, actually 80 yards sure. per game less. He had less. Sure. Percentage. No one's advocating. No one's advocating for him. That's where everyone misses my I'm point. I'm just saying like Sean Payton, Sean Payton QB guru. He hasn't. He's is done he not? Really is he not? He's taken chicken. You know what? And turned it into chicken salad. He's done it with those three quarterbacks. He just did it with Russ. And I'm sorry that that's not good enough. Sometimes you need talent. You're always screaming at me. We need talent. Yes. You know, you yes. know, who's got talent. You know, who has our back? Our friends over at Little Caesars, guys, make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your official game day. Guys, the holidays, they're just about wrapping up. New Year's plans are coming around. The kids are making plans. You and your friends are making plans. Make Little Caesars a part of your New Year's Eve plans this Sunday. Order online during the Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before, three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day on Sunday. Get ready for some football. Get ready for some fun. And choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. I mean, there's all sorts of toppings. I've said it plenty of times. I'm a meat lover's guy, but you can try anything. There's many to try. Go out and give it a shot. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with 
convenient delivery, or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Boom. Little Caesars, they have our back, just like you guys all have our back on MHI every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Mountain. He is Thomas Hall. I'm Luke Patterson. Scott riding with us as well. Naj, a good friend of ours and a good friend of the show. Appreciate you joining us. Happy holidays to you and yours. Hey, brothers. It's another dark chapter we are living through, but I get it. Just not a fit for Peyton's scheme. Now it's 100% on Sean Payton to maximize lower contract players or we're in for more pain. You have to hope for the best. Naj, you're exactly right. Hopefully this is an end to a dark chapter with Russell Wilson here. But Tom, the pain's not going to stop just when Russell Wilson's no longer in the building. Tell us why. <laughs> well, because there's not enough talent on this team to compete otherwise. I mean, How about the contract? Give me some numbers. Hit me with some numbers. Well, baby. they're going to be carrying, what, $87 million or $83 million 80, over two years. So 80, they're not going to go out and get free agents. They're going to have to try and luck out in the draft. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of experts that analyze the draft, but if you look at the numbers, they people luck out, right? That's how it works. So they're going to have to luck out in the draft. They're going to hopefully get a young rookie QB that turns out. But here's the problem, and this is Naj. I'm glad you said this. Just not a fit for Peyton's scheme. True, he's not. But that's the problem. If you can't find the fit, perfect fit like Drew Brees was for Peyton's scheme, how good is this team going to be? Is Sean Payton going to be flexible enough to actually work a new offense that fits the quarterback that he's playing? That's the question I have. Yeah, That's why I don't know. He just did it with Russ. He's done it he, with Russ. He fixed it. And that, the offense was terrible. <laughs> right, but that's Russell's fault. Sean's not oh, out there. It's part Payton's yeah. fault, too. Payton, a little that, bit. They're both Tom, at fault. Payton's fault when caught up a fumble on every sack. Defenders aren't even being taught to bring Russ down anymore. Just peanut punch that Tillman ball out of there, and it's coming. That blank look on his face, the lack of passion and fire. I mean, good Lord. Kathy coming in here, getting some passion of her own as Tom and I yell at each other about Russell Wilson getting benched. <laughs> Hi, Thomas and Luke. Russell Wilson gone. 
No more Band-Aid quarterbacks, please. And Kathy's exactly right, Tom. I think that's why you're frustrated. That's why I'm frustrated. Like, okay, look, Russ is gone, and we're closing that dark chapter, as Naj just said. Now Kathy's saying, look, okay, I'm looking forward to the future, but what's that future look like? It's it's tough. There's not a plan right now. I agree with you. Sean Payton needs a plan. Kathy agrees with us. Sean Payton needs a Broncos country knows there needs to be a plan. Otherwise, the retread quarterback Elway way will continue to haunt the Broncos. Here's why there's not a plan. Everyone that's here will no longer be here in two weeks. George Payton is likely on his way out. You said so yourself. So how is Sean Payton and this ownership group supposed to have a plan with two weeks to go when they've all finally just decided, look, Russ isn't the answer. This is the way we're going to go. You want to talk plan? I think that was the plan, brother. I really do. Sean came in here. He evaluated Russ for a year. He ran the most elementary, basic offense that he could. And Russ did it kind of well, almost winning, not quite. And I just think that's where we're at right now. Yeah, but then then what's next? That's what I'm talking about. What's next? They they knew that Sean uh, that Russ Wilson wasn't going to be in their plan. They they back in October, the rumors are coming out that they had approached him to change stuff. They they knew he was going to be gone. So they've had a chance to make this plan, but instead they're just like, well, we'll just go with what we got and then we'll just figure it out on the way. Here's what should they what, have done? But what they're going to do is Sean Payne's going to fall back on his old you know, stand by and try and get another free agent that he can make magic with like Drew Brees because he can't develop a quarterback. So guess what? They're going to do band-aids. They're going to try and bring in a free agent and see if they can make some wins happen over the next year before they realize the talent around this team isn't very good. And the co coaching is from the defensive side is subpar. I I'm sorry. Vance Joseph doesn't need an apology because his defense was really crappy the last few weeks. And so yep. then what are they going to do? They're going to keep band-aiding this thing, just like Kathy said, until they realize, oh, man, we should probably find a quarterback somehow. Well, if they're going to patch it together and win, uh, what, you know, eight games, six games, they're not going to get a top quarterback. So they're going to be it sounds it sounds to me like you don't want Sean Payton here, Tom. And the uh, reason well, I'm saying that is this. <laughs> you're telling me he can't draft a quarterback. And then you're telling me he shouldn't go out and get a retread quarterback. So, I mean, what's he supposed to do? Should they go trade for something else? I mean, he should absolutely draft a rookie quarterback. He should absolutely evaluate, evaluate the free agent market. And you know what? The cap, the cap penalty, that's actually going to keep him honest. I think that's actually maybe that might be looked at as a positive around here. Instead of going out on these huge spending sprees, Mike McGlinchey. Come on, Sean. That was your guy. I'm sticking up for Sean Payton. Sean Payton just had to have Mike McGlinchey, Tom, and you and I haven't seen it all season. KB82 coming in here real quick, a 499 Super. Jarrett Stidham, the dude is a high-end third stringer, low-end second. Let Russ play it out. Look, I get I get why they don't want him to play. They don't want him to get hurt. He's not in their plans. They don't want to be on the hook for that money. I get the business decision side of it, totally. Yeah. But in a business, you should have a future plan. I don't see it. I mean, what other than Drew Brees, and I'm giving Sean Pettit, Payton credit for developing Drew Brees into a Hall of Fame quarterback. Don't get me wrong. They, they, it was a perfect marriage. But other than that, you look at all the quarterbacks that he's had in the sparing amount of time that they had, they either stayed the same or got worse with Sean Payton. Going all the way back to New York, the Giants, with when he, had, uh, when he was with Bill uh, 
uh, with Jim Fassel. They had uh, a couple young quarterbacks. Ty Detmer got worse. Bobby Hoying got worse. He even had Drew Henson in Dallas that he couldn't develop, who was supposedly a number one draft choice coming out that went to baseball instead, came into Dallas and was a flop. Couldn't get a second rounder and Quincy Carter to be any better. I'm just saying they're gonna he's gonna hope that another Drew Brees falls into his lap that's a perfect marriage for him. But guess what? That doesn't happen very often. Denver got lucky with, with Peyton Manning. Huge. That doesn't happen. And they got lucky with Drew Brees. That rarely happens. So that's what I'm saying is, if it's a business decision, let's have a future plan in place. Now, it seems like it's, well, we're going to just see what Stidham has to offer, which we already know what Stidham has to offer. He's not um, a like a. It's like I'm fighting with my wife, and you only want to talk about the past right now, Tom. I want to talk about the future, baby. There's well, there's I want to hear no from. Future. That's what there is no future. That's why I want to hear from the great one. Five dollars super. You got to feel bad for Russ. Sure, he wasn't the answer, but the handling of the situation has been extremely unprofessional. I completely disagree with this great one. 100%. I appreciate you joining the show. Here is why. Russell Wilson is getting paid. He is not feeling bad. He is not feeling sorry. A little embarrassed, maybe. But head on over to Russell Wilson's social media. He's liking articles and tweets as we speak, talking about how he's had a great season. Um, you can miss Russ. You can be a fan of Russ. I'm not telling you you shouldn't. Hell, I think Russell Wilson will play NFL football in 2024. I'm not going to say he's going to go out and get a starting contract. I'm not going to say he's going to be a Super Bowl contender. I do think that quarterback talent is lacking so much in this league that it is extremely hard to hit on a quarterback, which is why you see these retreads over and over again. It's why I think the Titans or the Commanders would be a team that I think might kick the can down the road on Russ for a team-friendly deal if Russ can do it. That is technically still a possibility in play. I don't think the Broncos are going to find a suitor. Russ would have to completely rework his deal, NBA sign and trade kind of things. It just gets messy. I think when you have the richest ownership group in professional sports, they're willing to ride out George Payton's mistake. I don't think George will be here. Um, nature of the beast. I will say this. George Payton's the devil for the Russell Wilson thing, right? But we were all excited. Who saw this coming? George Payton also, he brought Jonathan Cooper here. Baron Browning here, Pat Sertan, Quinn Miners. There have been a lot of mistakes, expensive mistakes from George Payton. Looking at Randy Gregory too, right? Uh, but it's interesting to see if Sean Payton wants to move forward with George. Sean was at least talking about that today up at the presser. I got to talk with George and get with Greg and yada, yada, yada. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, you talked with Russ today too. And now Russ is out of a job. So uh, it's kind of interesting when you look at the whole thing. Naj weighing back in another generous $20. Tom, this is for you, big guy. Thomas, I do think that the Broncos have a plan, but I don't have any confidence that it's a good one. <laughs> These dead cap hits will be absolutely crushing. We just don't have enough premium draft picks. All we have is hope, and all that has brought is pain. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and first of all, I don't feel bad for Russell Wilson. I, I no. mean, I was hoping he would. I mean, I, I've been laid off, and you know, for doing my job right, and he's getting fi- fired for doing his job wrong, and uh, he's got two hundred and fifty million to uh, lay back on, right? So I don't feel bad for him <laughs> at all. Yeah. But my my problem is is going forward, right? I mean, this has happened. We know we see the writing on the wall. We know where this is going. There's a split between Russ is not coming back. It's Sean Payton's show now. And like Naj said, does he have a valid plan? Does he have a plan at all? Is it is it a good plan? Or like he said, are they just going to hope for the best, right? Like try and dra- draft somebody uh, at the position they're drafting in the ra- first round. I don't have a lot of hopes on who they'd be getting to step in. I mean, there's it's like a Bo Nix kind of area, right? Uh, you get Bo Nix. From what I, I mean, I, I'm not a okay. QB right. guru, sure. but seems like he's gets a little afraid in the pocket and makes some pretty bad decisions as well. So, I mean, I, I don't know what you're going to get. Hopefully you luck out, I guess is what you're, what you're thinking. So I, I don't know. I just, I would like to know what the plan is because Stidham is not the plan. I'm sorry. I know you gave him 10 million bucks. He's just because you plan. don't like the plan doesn't mean that's <laughs> not the plan. I mean, we it's were all scratching our one. heads. I want I a know. good plan. <laughs> I know, but we got to give we got to give Sean Payton some time here. Seriously, we do, folks. We he was the best coach ever during the winning streak. Now he's the devil cuz he's mean for benching Russ. Russell Wilson has not been playing winning football. Period. The Denver Broncos haven't been playing winning football. I've been trying to explain to the masses this is not what a playoff team looks like the last 3 weeks. It's just it is what it is. It's messy. It's going to be interesting to find out what that plan is. But the Broncos, here's why we're frustrated. Here's why we're yelling at each other. We have two (laughs) more weeks to go, Tom. We have to endure the rest of this season before we can get a glimpse of what next year's looking like. At least it's starting now, right? I know March doesn't happen this Sunday when the Broncos are probably going to release Russ. But it's starting that... um, it's a mess. Things are a mess here in Broncos country. It's been a roller coaster of a ride. Who knows what these next two weeks are going to bring? Can you imagine if Jarrett Stidham wins these next two games, Tom? Then we're arguing, is Jarrett Stidham the answer? KB82, <laughs> Kenneth coming right back in. Thanks, Ken. $1.99. Does Jaden Daniels fall to us or do we trade up? Ken, it's so hard to see this team trying to give away any more than it already has. At a certain point, when George Payton eventually loses his job, because I think that's what's going to happen. Sean is going to have full control, just like he has full control now. And the, the Greg Penner Walton ownership group are going to have to eventually come to Sean and say, look, we have a limit. This is the spending limit. All right. Here's the, here's the spending limit on the visa card, Sean, don't go over. We can't go over because before you got here, George Payton put us into such credit card debt that the interest is huge for the next few years. That's called the cap hit something you've been cautioning everybody about for as long as we've been on MHI on these (laughs) Wednesday nights. Kathy circling around back in. Thanks so much, Kathy. It's great to hear from you. Uh, Next guy on the bus out of Denver. 
George Payton. Tom, this is his mess. All of it. Yep. Yeah, he's gone. And you're going to you're going to see other people gone too. It's not just George Payton. You're going to see uh probably Vance Joseph gone. Then player-wise, you're going to probably have to cut Garrett Bowles. You're probably going to have to cut DJ Jones. You're probably going to have to try and trade Jerry Judy. You're basically getting rid of because your cap hit, your dead cap hit is all tied up in the quarterback. And now you don't have that quarterback on the team. So they're going to have to figure out the cap other ways and they can't keep pushing this stuff off. Right. I mean, it's going to just like Sean Payton did in, in new Orleans, kept trying to win a super bowl by, uh, you know, pushing everything off until it finally came to, you know, chickens came home to roost, so to speak. But Tommy and, hasn't oh, been hey. here a whole season yet. And you're willing to just say Sean Payton's can't figure it out. Well, Sean hasn't drafted a quarterback. Sean hasn't drafted a quarterback worthy to win the Super Bowl. How many coaches have? Quick, off the top of your head, Andy Reid. One. So they've got. I mean, obviously, you've you've drafted, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes. I'm not saying that that it's easy to do. I'm not saying it's easy to do. In fact, I've been saying it's hard to do. So people that are just like, oh, let's get rid of Russell Wilson and go get a rookie quarterback because he's going to solve it all. It's yes! not going to happen. But the problem is, is Sean Payton has not shown a track record of getting a young quarterback and doing anything with him. That's my fear, right? Is he, yeah, sure. He'll go draft a third round quarterback like Garrett Grayson, who won't play another freaking, won't play a single down for the team. That's my fear. All right. But that's like me saying, just because I've never gotten a speeding ticket means I'll never get one. Am I if right? You don't speed, you won't. <laughs> if I don't speed, right. But if I don't draft quarterbacks, I'm never going to be able to take that. If I don't drive, yeah. I'll never get one. Right. I, I mean, like it's it's. I hear you. I do. Yeah. You, you can't be ignorant to the past. You're 100 percent right. But isn't that why you're paying Sean Payton all this money? We had we had our suspicions that this there was a possibility that this wouldn't work. Fixing Russell Wilson was the objective, and I think we just actually saw instead of it being a failure or a success, they just don't fit. They they can you can win, they can work together, but it's not the recipe for a championship team or a playoff team. Hell, a winning team is something I think Broncos country would at least be okay with over at this point. Addison weighing in a 499 super. Thank you so much, Addison. Hey guys, I like this move. I bet Jerry Judy has a monster last two games with Jarrett Stidham. Finally have the ball be thrown to the middle of the field. That'll be perfect because it'll up his trade value when they need to trade him in the offseason. So it'd be great. I hope he does. I hope Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy has two huge games and people are like, oh, we'll give you a bunch for him so that the Broncos can actually recoup some of the draft capital that they've spent the last couple of years trying to win. Now, I see people in the chat telling me I don't know what I'm talking about, whatever. I went back and looked. I don't know if you guys have went back and looked at all the quarterbacks that Sean Payton has had at his disposal since he was the quarterback coach way back when. I did. I went and looked at him. Whether you think I'm just flapping my gums or not, at least I went and did the research. He has not developed a quarterback, a young, young quarterback, and the quarterback right. – that he's had has not right. gotten. No, we better. believe you. Only we believe you. And, and we hear you. Right. Drew Brees. We hear you. We know who that is, Tom. Nobody's mistaking you and nobody is, 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 is camouflaging that as anything different than what it is. 
what people are, I think, frustrated with and what I'm frustrated with is you're saying that Sean Payton has never developed a quarterback, right? That's what you're saying. He's never developed a quarterback. Okay, you're right. He's never developed a quarterback. Does that mean he can't? No. Does that mean he won't? Okay, so shouldn't we give the man a little bit of time, like at least till the end of the season before we're raking him over the coals saying he doesn't have a plan for Russell Wilson? I think he's followed the plan to a T. When he got hired, when the Penners traded for him and helped bring him over here, and yeah, they gave George Payton some credit, but when you want something, you're going to buy it. And that's exactly what the Penner ownership did. They bought Sean Payton. When they bought Sean Payton, this was the plan. Let me see what I have. The plan changed, Tom. Mean old Sean Payton that never wants to bend on anything. He's bent a lot this year. So much so that we're looking at this elementary offense. We're looking at guys not getting traded at the trade deadline. We're looking at a playoff run. So while I hear you, Sean hasn't developed a a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Not many guys have out there, period, in the NFL, let alone in this AFC West. I think it's worth giving him the opportunity to do so. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. But that's what I'm trying to say is what what is happening right now is another two to three years at the minimum of mediocre football for Broncos country. That's what I'm trying to say here. You're going to so we're going to watch Sean Payton, give it a whirl and see what happens while all the fans sit back and watch more Broncos mediocrity at best for two to three years. Uh, great. If it ha- if he happens to find one and he makes it. Uh, makes it, uh, you know, makes it big. Great. Good. Great. That will be nine to 10 years of mediocre football in Denver Broncos, uh, in mile highs in the mile. You said, no, you said it'd be two to three last time I checked two to three years. That's how long it takes to develop a quarterback. Sure. Sure. And we just watched what seven years of mediocrity. So we're going to, what would you rather do ride with Russ? Do you want to ride with him? And I'm just saying like to, to take Russ, what, what you're doing by uh, doing this, you're cutting Russ. Now you've handcuffed yourself to the quarterback position, uh, a huge amount of money in the quarterback position with that zero options going forward. That's what I'm saying. Mm. And the rest of the team's not going to get better because you have this magnificent, huge cap hit that you can't do anything with. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't know what the plan is. I, I just want to know what the plan is. What is the plan? I don't think he has one. That's my problem. Phil McLaughlin weighing in. Good evening, Thomas, Luke, and Negan Scott. I think it's ridiculous to bench your starter when the playoffs are still possible. Even though a dream, I think that benching Russ is a direct way to tell players to shape up or you will be gone. Hashtag Buckham, hashtag Go Broncos. Yeah, Phil, some of these Broncos that are gone land in in greener grasses, right? Like a Kareem Jackson. Suddenly you're in the playoffs with the uh, your former teammate, Tom. How about that? That's kind of a cool little nugget, right? Kareem used to play with D'Amico Ryans. Now D'Amico Ryans is his head coach down there in Houston. Uh, Kareem Jackson, K-Jack, see you later. Enjoy the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's look, I think players are going to continue to be evaluated. And coach Sean Payton was asked about that today. You know, does Jarrett Stidham 
potentially give you an opportunity to see what else you have on this roster. And we've gotten two comments tonight. Jerry Judy's going to have a breakout game. Like you said, Tom, I hope you're right. I'm not holding my breath. And to be honest, I don't really care if he does or if he doesn't. I want to see some of the guys that we don't know a lot about. Can we see more little Jordan Humphrey? That would be nice. Uh, one of my keys to victory this week, I mean, let's talk about the defensive young bucks. I want to see Riley Moss play more. I want to see some more of Drew Sanders. I want to see some more of these young guys. This is the time to do it. I hear you. 5% chance. You don't want to quit on the fan base. You do not want to quit. There's been too much quitting in this organization as it goes. But it's just, I think, a frustrating benchmark <laughs> is where we're all kind of at right now. Because, Tom, you're right. The Broncos... <sighs> No matter what direction they go in, they draft the quarterback, they sign a big one, they trade for one, they keep Russ. Look, we know that they're far away right now from a Super Bowl, and I think that's the most frustrating part. Drake Wally weighing in a 999 Super. I am so confused. Russ was on the rebound due to an injury clause. He's done? I don't know. I thought he was the closest thing to Breeze, only more mobility. Tom, what are your thoughts? Well, he wasn't. He was a completely different style of quarterback. Drew Brees was a quick, high-volume passer, and Russell Wilson was a uh, was not that. He he <laughs> liked to throw deep. He, he liked to be on the move, and he liked yeah. to you know create something out of nothing. He wasn't really good at stand. He never was really good at just standing in the pocket and waiting for something to develop to throw it quickly. You know, he just he didn't have that knack. And and when people tr people are upset that he he isn't the the quarterback that. Uh, is like Peyton Manning. Well, when you traded for him, that's you weren't getting Peyton. You were getting Russell Wilson, which is what he was. Although I think he was more gun shy after taking all those sacks. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, don't get me wrong. You're going to have to move on from Russell Wilson. Uh, it's just that, that I think this was decided a long time ago that they were going to do it. They d just happened to have a win streak in there to cause a little bit of havoc with their uh, getting rid of him to begin with. I think if they'd have uh, lost a couple more games in there instead of going on a five-game win streak. You just saw Russ benched earlier. The I guess the problem I have with it is, yes, I think that Sean Payton kind of tweaked his game plan a little bit to accommodate Russell Wilson, but he didn't go all in either. I think I don't think he went all in to try and accommodate all of Russell Wilson's uh, lack of uh, you know lack of strengths or accentuated strengths. Uh, but I just, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a different quarterback than Drew Brees and he just isn't a good fit. He just isn't, even though he was having a little bit of a bounce back year. Um, I just, I just don't. And you know, I've said it before. I just, what is the plan? You're going to get rid of a ton of players next year in order to make this cap hit work. So there's, what is the plan? What is the plan? That is what we are trying to figure out here on MHI. He is Thomas Hall. I'm Luke Patterson. We're trying to answer the question, what does the future look like without Russell Wilson? Well, we know it's going to be expensive. Uh, he's still on the Broncos. He's going to be backing up Jared Stidham the next two weeks. It'll be weird, right? You're looking at the Broncos. Here's something else we haven't talked about real quick, Tom. The Broncos just lost two team captains, in a sense. Green yep. Jackson's with the Houston Texans. Russell Wilson's been benched. So you and I on these airwaves, we like to bicker and get after each other all day, every day. <laughs> However, we both have been consistent uh, as long as the day is long. This team has not had any leaders. Now you're looking at a couple captains that are potentially on their way out. That leadership void remains. What's it going to look like? 
Let us know in the comment section. Let us know what you think about Russell Wilson being benched as we move along. Naj coming right back in, the trifecta. Thank you, Naj. Brothers, this is Stidham's chance, and what an opportunity it is. Also, great opportunity for Johnson, Judy, and Mims. Have to ball out these last two games. I think they must focus on defense in this draft and maybe take a flyer on a quarterback. Naj, you're bringing up an interesting angle, and I'm glad that you're doing it. Tom, what if, I mean, we've seen crazy things being Broncos fans, right? I mean, really crazy things. We're seeing them right now. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson's about to get released with a contract that hasn't even kicked in yet. That's where we're yeah. at right now, Tom. Jared Stidham could be the answer, right? I mean, like, sure, yeah, he had some bad practices out there in camp, and you and I had some colorful words under our breath and on our notepads. But look, I mean, I don't think we're going to see – the second coming of Pat Mahomes, right? We're always talking about Pat Mahomes out there and Jarrett Stidham, right? He's he's 14 games in his career, I think, under a thousand yards. He's almost 50% touchdown interception ratio. I think it's like six touchdowns, seven picks, something like that. Sean Payton wanted him, right? So the, here's your plan. Want to talk about short-term plans? Sean, let's see how good of a quarterback evaluator we are. Maybe we don't need to wait till the offseason, Tom. That's our mistake here on this show. We need to hold coach accountable right now. He had to have Jarrett Stidham. He had to have him, Tom. $10 million, $5 million guaranteed for two years. Let's see it. Let's see what Jarrett Stidham can do with Sean Payton. Two games, is that enough? It's a hell of an opportunity. Well, he can very well win these next two games. I mean, they're going to go up against Easton Stick and a Raiders team who has an intern coach and a rookie quarterback. He could very well actually win these games and then we could be excited and think Stidham's the uh the answer and then I'll come back down to earth next year when we realize he's not but uh you know I mean I I hope that they I I hope that they win these last two games that would be great for Broncos country uh but I just I don't know I mean the team just doesn't have a lot of talent really and from my perspective across the board. And to answer that question, they're going to be needing a left tackle in the draft. They're going to need at least two new defensive linemen in the draft or find them somewhere. And they got to find a new cornerback opposite of Patrick Sertan. Just, just this name, the, the main, the main players, not to mention they need inside linebackers and probably a running back who can actually, uh, you know, make some damage in the run game. Uh, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of holes on this team. Russell Wilson wasn't the only problem. I should say Russell Wilson was a problem. This team has a lot of problems, a lot of problems. You know, who's never a problem. Always a problem solver for us on MHI is our guy, Stu McPeak, man. Happy holidays to you and yours. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic Christmas and a happy new year, Stu. Hey all, I feel like Broncos country is living groundhog day, man. Tom, you're on Facebook, right? I know we're off. We're Facebook buddies. So I know you you've seen this feature. You ever get into the memories section? On Facebook. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't use Facebook hardly at all. I'm You're better off. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> You're better off, Tom, because I do. <laughs> I get in my memories section and Stu, I don't know if you do Broncos country. Maybe you do. And lately it's been a lot of old nightmares coming back in these Facebook memories. Like remember Rich Gangarello and, and talking oh, yeah. about balling out with Drew Locke and being a gunslinger that popped up the other day. Nice. Some guy named Joe Flacco popped up the other day. Uh, Vance Joseph, is he going to get fired? That popped up the other day. Uh, Stu, you're exactly right. It's Groundhog Day over and over. They've got to figure it out. I think the plan right now is Sean Payton, right? That's what the ownership's growing with. That we hired this guy, he's got to figure it out. They have to help him. 
because if they squarely put this on Sean Payton, he will fail. That is why the Dallas Cowboys are never going to win another Super Bowl under the Jones family, period. You get these meddlesome owners that get in the way. I don't think the Broncos are going to do that. However, you also have to have a front office staff that's all on the same page. Is George Payton going to survive that or not? We don't know. That, that kind of remains to be seen. But, Tom, you're exactly right. Quarterback is not the only hole. Offensive line has got to get figured out. Left tackle's an issue. Right tackle's an issue. You better start developing some players. Is Lloyd Cushenberry going to stick around? You need wideouts. You need tight ends. Groundhog Day. Stu, you want to talk about Groundhog Day? Let's talk about Broncos tight ends that are never healthy. Ever. When is the last time the Broncos had a tight end that was healthy that was worth the squirt of you-know-what in the bucket? I mean, it's <laughs> some of these same problems. Maybe that's one thing that was different this year, Tom. We didn't see the same old injuries over and over. Yeah. No, I mean, that was good. There are some good <laughs> things to, <laughs> to think about on this team, right? Injuries, good. They are going to have to hit in the next couple drafts. That's There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because they are going to be capped constrained they have to hit on the draft it's not easy i'm just going to tell you right now it's not easy to hit on the draft so they're going to have to be lucky in order to turn this thing around more quickly than than people are imagining because they have to get younger they have to get more talent and they can't go out and spend money in free cheaper. agency like they did last year younger slash cheaper that's yes, what exactly. that means because when you whenever and i think people need to hear that tom and i know it sounds ridiculous when i say that but when we say you need to get younger, you need to have sustainable players on rookie contracts because that's where the team is truly built. When you look at this whole grand scheme of things, and I know the free agency sweepstakes is always awesome and it's fun to read over at milehighhuddle.com every spring, but at the same time, it's expensive. It's yep. super expensive. And we just saw the Broncos, Thomas, you know, remember when they were the biggest spender in free agency? Here they are. Now they're still the biggest spender, only they're going to be spending money on a quarterback that they're waving goodbye to as the reports are flooding in that amid Russell Wilson's benching today, the veteran quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback, expects to be released by the Broncos this March. Ty Y coming in, $1.99 super. Julius Thomas, the last good tight end. Uh, yeah, the last good tight end, but if memory serves, he was always banged up too. You always had to have Virgil green somewhat around and available during those years before Virgil went over to the chargers. Ironically, as we play the chargers, that's just it though. Uh, and I mean, Ty, you're, you're proving a point. Some of these problems at these positions have plagued this team for years. It's not just at quarterback. And maybe that's some of this fan base's fatigue, Tom, we're still talking about right tackle. We're still talking about wide receiver. We're still talking about wanting an athletic linebacker. Uh, another pass rusher named, not named Von Miller or Bradley Chubb. That'd be nice. What's that? What's that look like? <laughs> well, there's there's two things right there. You know, they're looking for edge rush help now, and they jettisoned a future Hall of Famer and a first round draft choice to uh, go with Randy Gregory, who got caught. I mean, George Payton has made some mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm going to read Phil McLaughlin's comment here. Thanks, Phil, for coming in. Let's face it. There's a possibility Peyton is Belichick. No Brady, no Breeze, failure. I'll just say this. Most no. coaches, most coaches are not very good if they don't have an elite quarterback for a long period of time. The only one I can really think of is Joe Gibbs, who was able to win three Super Bowls with quarterbacks who 
weren't that great or or they had a team that had an all-world defense, right? But most most coaches kind of fall down after their Hall of Fame quarterback leaves. So I, I'm not I, I can't fault either of those for you know if they don't find that quarterback. My issue is is I guess is what is Peyton going to do going forward? I just, I mean, I don't see a plan because they got so much tied up in the quarterback position. They're not going to go out and get a free agent. They've got to get lucky in the draft because a first round quarterback isn't a guarantee of being a great quarterback on a cheap deal. It just isn't. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, if he doesn't find a quarterback, yeah, he will be like Belichick without Breeze or without uh, Brady afterwards. If he can't find a quarterback, we saw it this year. Russell Wilson wasn't the quarterback and the team wasn't very good. Such is life though, right? Doesn't matter if you're a rookie coach. Doesn't mean if you're a 50 year coach, yep. I mean, if you don't have the quarterback, that's it. So I do push back against that a little bit, Phil. And I will say this too, just, you know, being in the know or in the football community, scouting community, whatever, nobody feels bad for Bill Belichick. Okay. Like the guy has made his bones. He's going to continue to make his bones. Just like no one should feel bad for Russ. Folks, Russ is going to get another shot next year. All right. We could sit up here. We could bury him on Wednesday night, or we could call him the best thing ever. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to employ this man because this position is the hardest position in the world to fill, if you will. That's why the Broncos are having such a hard damn time. Uh, Michael Renkio coming back in with some support. Thanks, Mike. We can't predict what the Broncos future holds until we see it. And Mike, I love you, man. Sometimes I wish I was more optimistic like Mike. And Tom, maybe that's why I've got you all fired up and why you've got me all fired up. You're usually a lot more reasonable than yours truly. You're usually very patient, calm, cool, collective cat. You're starting to make me nervous because I feel your frustration, Tom. I do. And I feel the fan bases. I'm right there, too. And if I'm really putting my fan hat on right now, right, what I asked for Christmas for, I asked for a new Broncos hat with the old school D logo. I want the Broncos to win. I don't want to bury them every Wednesday night. I want my daughter to wear her stuff. I want my wife, who I bought a Russell Wilson jersey for, the first jersey I've ever purchased for her, a Russell Wilson jersey out there at training camp. All right. Like, I want this to work. I wanted this to work. There's no shame in saying that it's not going to work. It's going to hurt. It's going to sting. And I think that's why we're both disappointed, why we're both frustrated, um, because we've been talking about, too, how long this is going to be bad and how bad this is going to be. Well, sometimes we just need to get through it. We need to stop talking about it. We need to get through it. That time is coming, come hell or high water. Lawrence Rivera coming in here. What's up, guys? I'm just coming in, but I told you, Sean Payton hates Russell Wilson. <laughs> well, there's no doubt about that. He does not. He did not like uh, the way Russell Wilson played. Whether he hates him as a person or not, I have no idea. I don't know how he could. He seems like a pretty good guy. He obviously did not like the style of play that Russell Wilson had. And it was just not going to, it obviously just didn't work out. Lawrence doubling down, man, saying it's never been a quarterback problem. Always a coaching problem. Hell, Drew Locke was one of the best throwers ever in mile high. Oh, man. <laughs> how that turned out. Lawrence, I've been waiting for this comment, bro. You might have missed us on our live shows. You're a couple weeks late, brother. I gave Drew Locke his flowers a couple weeks ago. That's it. I ain't giving him any more flowers. I set out a nice picture on my social media today at Luke Patterson LP of current or former Broncos quarterbacks that are playing in the league. Drew was up there, so go enjoy that. Um, 
no drew man like i wish him well but he's not the answer don't bring drew back don't bring flacco back no we don't need case keenum i'll pass on teddy bridgewater i know he's retiring right don't need trevor simeon i know he'll be playing tomorrow night for the jets right we'll pass on all those guys but it is frustrating it feels like groundhog's day Stu mcpeak led us in uh that fact ty y coming back in a generous 999 i've been a fan for 23 years I feel like this whole organization is the exact same every year. I'm sick of it. I don't know what's wrong with this organization. In the draft, I feel it's quarterback, D-line, cornerback, inside linebacker, and strong safety. Tom, you opened the show with this exact same uh, level of emotion and frustration, and Ty's exactly right. 23 years Ty's been riding with this team. A lot stayed the same. Yeah, well, it's been 40 years, a little over 40 years for me. I've seen a lot coming in through this organization. I suffered through some pretty miserable Super Bowl losses and had some uh, some down years. This has been the worst. It really has. And and I guess that's the problem that I have with it. And I keep saying, everybody keeps after me about, well, we don't know the plan. What is the plan? I mean, the same thing's been happening over and over again. Sean Payton is here to stay. He's here to stay. He's been given a big contract. He's going to have to make some moves. I just, uh, it it's unfortunate that we're going to have to sit and watch three, four, four more years of the same old stuff. Cause he's going to go get a free agent quarterback. If he, unless he thinks Stidham's the, the guy, he's going to go out and try and patch a hole with this free agent quarterback. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know of anyone, any of them out there that I would be too happy with. I know people have been throwing around Baker Mayfield. You want to get frustrated with the quarterback? Baker Mayfield will frustrate the hell out of you. So I don't know what the answer is. I don't is. want Baker either. I just, I, and, and to answer your question, I think they're going to have to uh, try and trade or cut Garrett Bowles. So you're going to be looking for a left tackle too, because you're going to have to get under the salary cap some way. That's the problem. You're going to, you, you're going to have to get under the salary cap. You were already under it to begin with. You're going to be still under or over the cap to begin with. You're going to be over it. And now you don't, you have a lot tied up with a, a player that's no longer here. So well, it's going to be and- some issues. And to your point, Tom, maybe the punishment continues and we haven't seen it yet. Maybe you have to trade some players. I'm talking to Justin Simmons. I'm talking to Pat Sertan. I'm talking some of these other guys, right, that we love, that we see as cornerstone pieces. I mean, this is the news today, right? Russell Wilson is benched potentially on his way out this March. We haven't seen what the ripple effects are yet. We're starting to get glimpses. We're starting to get cracks. And I'll be the first to tell you here in this sports media world, don't believe everything you read. Don't believe everything you hear per source, right? It's crazy. It's all out there on social media. Um, We're going to start seeing that too, Tom, right? We saw the Seahawks throwing Russ uh, under the bus. We heard Melvin Gordon throwing Russ under the bus. I mean, I think you're going to start seeing some former Broncos maybe coming out. Um, maybe you hear a Kareem Jackson tidbit. I, I don't know. Like you're going to get more little trickles, if you will, of, of information, but it's frustrating. You know, Russell Wilson in 30 games, he's 11 and 19, um, 6,594 passing yards, 42 touchdowns, 19 picks, six touchdowns, a whopping 16 fumbles. Um, <laughs> So it, it, it's a tough time. I think Broncos country is going to look back, and this was a dark chapter, to quote our, one of our friends earlier, in this franchise's um, history. And I see the question, too, you know, who's ultimately to blame? Is it George Payton or is it Sean Payton? Uh, does Russell Wilson have any any hand in any of this? And I would say 
everyone has a hand in this, including Nathaniel Hackett. This was, it, it didn't work. Okay. Sometimes things just don't work and it's hard to want to put it all on one person. We do that as human beings, but I think sometimes Russell Wilson ultimately learned the grass isn't always greener, but don't feel bad for Russ, Tom. He's collecting that money. He's getting paid. I don't feel bad for Russell Wilson at all. I mean, like I said earlier, you know, he's uh, he's oh, got no. his money and yeah, his fame and he's got two butlers or whatever, <laughs> whatever he has in his house that we've talked about before. on yeah, this airways. I don't feel bad funny. for him, but I will say this. Yep. People are talking about how Sean Payton, I saw it in the comment. I think it was Todd said that Sean Payton revived his career. He didn't. Russell Wilson was playing just like he played in Seattle, only a little bit worse. So Sean Payton didn't fix Russell Wilson. Hackett destroyed Russell Wilson last year. Russell Wilson kind of bounced back to about where he was. Sean Payton didn't do him a whole lot of favors, I don't think. Mm, I, think I he, disagree. I Sean think he Payton. did a little bit with the offense to kind of fix some of his deficiencies, but I don't think he was fully invested in Russell Wilson. Sean Payton was Russell Wilson's rock this season that's right the devil the same guy that yelled at him in detroit what's the first thing sean payton did as broncos head coach he came out and said it's not my quarterback that's the problem it was that guy last year it was hackett oh yeah your point was if huge. that's not doing something for your quarterback i don't know what is russell wilson had a shield in sean payton the second the sean payton got here ty why coming in real quick again thank you ty so generous with your support anyone saying sean payton gonna be gone is wrong he's here to say i believe in sean payton i believe in bowls going to the bagels and pastor tan will never be traded um you're exactly right ty sean payton's gonna be here for a while it's kind of funny to see that that's being hinted at or suggested that maybe sean payton's gonna be on his way out I say it's funny, and then Coach actually talks about it today at the presser. He's like, look, this is my job we're talking about here, too. I, I've got to figure this out. So I, I think Sean understands the pressure that he's in. Sean understood what he, he signed up for, and that's the expectation. I don't feel bad for Sean Payton either. I don't feel bad for Russ, and I don't feel bad for Sean. Sean's getting paid. Sean chose this job, so he chose this problem in a way, and he had his hand in it. So – it's on him, and my expectation of Sean Payton is for him to fix it. Where you're not going to catch me is making excuses for Sean Payton because Sean Payton has had some bonehead calls in a lot of games this year. We thought he had some bonehead hires, Tom, before the season even started, some bonehead acquisitions. So we're just going to call it like we see it. We appreciate you guys riding with us. Michael Ronquillo weighing in. Great show tonight. Thomas and Luke on the Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos. And Phil McLaughlin piggybacking on that. Thank you so much for all of the support, Phil. Really, really appreciate it. Well, what happened to run first and give Russell Wilson a chance to throw deep? Running screens? They've never worked. Why have we not called plays with Russ on RPOs? Uh, like most fourth quarters, they, the team looks awesome. Many more problems than Russell Wilson. Phil, I agree with you. Tom, tell us about the screens, man. I am so <laughs> tired of the screens. I mean, I didn't realize they were the Denver Nuggets were playing at Empower Field. Uh, it's just screens galore out there every single game. And Phil's right. They don't work. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty predictable. I, I thought it was pretty predictable. And that was probably a little bit of, uh, you know, Russ's, uh, you know, inability to make plays from the pocket. So you're trying to mask that a little bit. But there were other ways to to mask it, right? It didn't have to be so predictable, right? There were other things that you could have done, like move him out of the pocket, you know, do, do other things. But I just didn't, it wasn't a good marriage. 
and not i'm not i look i know people are down on me i'm like saying sean payton's a terrible coach and all this he's not a terrible coach he did some things wrong he did not make this situation great because he's a little unflexible from my perspective thought he had some boneheaded uh mistakes in game I mean the Detroit game. He didn't even he didn't throw the red flag when he should have. It should have been automatically coming out of his his pocket to throw that red flag on those uh, uh, non call touchdowns. So he he didn't. But what I, what I guess what I'm saying is, Sean Payton could be a good coach. I just I want to know what the what the hell they're going to do from here, right? Like because this is a mess, and I just I mean I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, that's what's frustrating me the most. Uh, and I'm not, and I wasn't sh- sold on Sean Payton to begin with. You knew that. I, I had my reservations with Sean Payton from the very beginning. Uh, not like some media members who, you know, despised him for some reason. I just had my reservations about him. Well, um, and they only despise him because he doesn't do an interview with them. All right. Let's just keep it real. When you all see the sour grapes <laughs> about Sean Payton from Denver Media, it's because Sean Payton doesn't like the local media. Let's just say it. He doesn't like anyone in local media. He went after Troy Rank, who was probably the nicest guy in Denver Media, you know, after that Packers win or whatever. Or, or it's saying, well, that wasn't our history of losing. He's that guy. So you're exactly right. When you're talking about Russ not being flexible, sometimes Sean hasn't been flexible either. So, you know, I think you're well within your right to have your opinion on Sean, and you should expect a plan. Tom, you don't pay Sean what you pay him to not have a plan. You don't empower (laughs) him to make these decisions, right, to not have a plan. But I can only speak, and I'm not running a multi-million, billion-dollar company, right? But I can tell you, I know when something doesn't work. And I may not have the solution right away to fix it, but sometimes you have to have and know the wherewithal and the circumstance and win to at least plug that and then go find the solution. Just like Naj has been a solution to us and our show with the rest of Broncos country, sounding off on Russell Wilson getting benched. Thank you, Naj, for all the support. I think the silver lining today is we will know a lot about how the locker room feels about Sean Payton this Sunday. They play their butts off and dominate. That's a good sign. They pull what the Chargers did versus the Raiders. Not so good. Tom, I love that comment. That's exactly that's something that we didn't even have time to get into. Is this a rallying cry for the rest of the Denver Broncos? Or are they going to check out? It's possible. I mean, there's no uh, the secret that Russell Wilson wasn't a huge locker room guy, right? I mean, there's rumors around about him not being a great locker room guy. And obviously, I mean... You know, he lives in a different reality than most normal people live in. I mean, it's just that can rub people the wrong way. He wasn't a a rah-rah leader. He was more of a super positive. And when things aren't going right, that's a that can be irritating to people for sure. I mean, some people that uh, things are going wrong, you don't want somebody coming in saying everything's going to be great because it it will bother you. So it may it may change the perspective in the locker room. They may go ball out. Uh, they have a good chance to show that they can. They're playing a team that's not really that good right now in the Chargers with a you know Easton Stick at the as their quarterback. So it's possible that they do. Um, I don't know. It will be interesting to see. But I don't want to make a decision based on one game about what this team's going to be, what the makeup of this team is going to be when I just watched a whole season and frankly several seasons of players who really aren't 
leaders and don't have a winning mentality really. So that, I mean, I, I'm not going to make the decision on this one game coming up. Uh, what's the future hold for the Denver Broncos without Russell Wilson as the starting quarterback? That answer we'll know on Sunday. Um, probably not going to start against those Raiders, a place you've never won in Las Vegas. I will say this. The Raiders are playing out of their mind with that interim head coach Pierce, right? And Max Crosby yeah. still is a madman. They're playing very motivated brand of football. I think they have the same record as the Broncos right now. If memory serves, they may even be one game ahead since they beat the Broncos. Uh, I said earlier, what's a successful season look like under Sean Payton? This is way back when he got hired. I said three and three in the AFC West. I thought that would be a decent start. I have the possibility of making that happen. Stay tuned. Tom will be back for Legends on Friday, and then you could catch Tom over with Ron on OBV, 6 p.m. Mountain. Broncos for breakfast tomorrow morning with Scott and Nick Kendall. Uh, the Mile High Huddle podcast with Chad and Zach will be back tomorrow as well. Guys, head on over to milehighhuddle.com. We've got all of the Broncos news from today, all of the reports. Russell Wilson benched as the starting quarterback, looking at a potential release this March. Uh, what a fun show, Tom. You and I were talking before the show even started all day, man. The news and the timing of this is crazy. It's frustrating. Um, but damn, it made for a great show. I love talking <laughs> with Broncos country. <laughs> I had fun, you know. I mean, it. and I'm going to tell you, I'm frustrated with this team. And like I said, to open this thing, I, I'm so frustrated giving, you know, 40 years of my life to a team that just can't get out of their own way now is is really tough. Uh, and you know, it's like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for me, I guess is what I, what I'm, what I'm saying through most of my gibberish that I'm spewing on here, but you know, it's, uh, it is fun to talk about and to, and you know, because I, I enjoy talking with everybody on here, but you know, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where I'm kind of the point where I I'm sick of the Broncos. I just really am. Well, I've got the perfect medicine for you. New Year, new Broncos as the Broncos play the Chargers in Denver on New Year's Eve. Maybe they can get things starting off uh, really good, right? You end your, your year well in 2023 and you start 2024 off with a win against those Chargers. It will be the season finale. Stay tuned and locked into milehighhuddle.com. Head on over to X, if you will. Give us a follow at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. If you'd like to reach out to Scott, that's at Scout Kennedy. We'd also appreciate a follow for this pod at MHI underscore pod. Head on over to MHHmerch.com and get your swag on. Broncos country, here we go. Russell Wilson lists. This is the way. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.